0: Hello, and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We are looking at the sixth miracle that John recorded. We are in John chapter 9, and this is a long chapter, but we're going to Focus on some verses in it, and hopefully it will encourage you. Let me start off from verses 1 to 7. The Word of God says, As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud. And he said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam which means sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. See, the disciples, or the story rather, starts with the disciples seeing that there was this man that was born blind. Now This is something very tragic. Could you imagine that? For the longest time, the only thing that this man have seen is nothing, just darkness. No wonder they asked, whose fault is it? Sinong may kasalanan. Now let me just pause and say, isn't that true? That, isn't it true that also we do that as well? We ask whose fault is it when something bad happens, when something evil happens, when something unfortunate comes. It's normal for us to ask whose fault is it? Sinong may kasalanan. And they usually have this belief uh, probably someone before this man did something wrong. And here's the interesting thing. Jesus gave an answer. Sometimes he doesn't give an answer. Sometimes he answers by a question. But for this account, he directly answers it. And he answers it through his words and action. He said that it is not this man's fault. It is not his parents' fault. But God would use this moment for his works to be displayed. Now let me pause once again. This is not. The overarching reason for all our suffering. Suffering and pain is so diverse, much more complicated. But I want to focus on this particular moment. For this particular one, Jesus is slowly teaching his disciples. Sometimes you may not know who caused this, why it happened. But one thing you can remember is this. You can trust that God is at work, and He is at work. You know what happened in the next couple of verses? He spat on the ground, made mud, put it in his eyes, told him to wash. In short, he was healed. A man born blind was healed. It is unheard of. Of course, it's normal for us. Na may naririg natayo na bulag dati, someone who was blind before and now that they can see, whether it is through natural means. A couple of months ago, a huge popular um, vlogger, YouTuber, influencer uh, sponsored a lot of um, doctors to provide vision and healing for those who are blind. And that's remarkable. And it's also somehow, uh, we also have heard of some accounts of uh, those who were blind, who now can see miraculously. But this one was groundbreaking because this, one, this man was born blind. He cannot see ever since, and yet he managed to see. And just imagining it, the first couple of things he sees is Jesus. That is the sign that the Messiah is here. Three points for our topic today. The first one is what Jesus said. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. You know, when Jesus said this in the hearing of the disciples and of the man, and then it was confirmed by the healing that he did, what do you think was the result for the man? <laughs> happy, Masaya siya Masayasha, na siya He's happy. But what do you think would the neighborhood, uh, res- how do you think the neighborhood responded? You know, interestingly, the neighborhood responded, they're not sure what to make sense of it. They don't know, they're, they were questioning, is he really that man? or he, Does he look someone like him? In fact, if you would read on, we, don't, we, we can't get to read all of the verses, it's 40 plus verses. I want to encourage you to read through it you would see that a lot of people were somehow not sure what to make sense of this miracle. And one of the strongest opponents of Jesus, specifically with these miracles, were the Pharisees. They had so much to say from uh, verses uh, 13 to 24. The Pharisees asked lots of questions. They even brought in this man's parents to be sure. They tried to explain it away. But the one thing that was, the one person that was affected here, the blind man, for him, nakakita ako eh. But for the Pharisees, they missed it out because they were so focused on the background that Jesus performed this miracle on the Sabbath. The Pharisees were enraged. Now let me just pause and look at that, uh, focus on how the the Pharisees approached this. It's true that the Pharisees were probably the top opponents of Jesus when he was here. And we have this picture that the Pharisees were all evil. But actually, the motivation of the Pharisees are somehow different. Remember, the Israelites in the Old Testament, they were rebellious. They were brought into exile. And then when they returned, they're still rebellious. And they experienced a lot of wars. Before the time that Jesus came, they just finished a, a big war that happened. And that's why the Romans, uh, they were put under the, Rome, uh, the Roman uh, Empire. And they see that the reason for this uh, pain and suffering that they had was rightly because they were rebellious and they were not living for God. That's why these Pharisees, they wanted somehow a quote-unquote reformation in the spiritual atmosphere of their lives they can't stand the compromisers they are against the samaritans the those uh somehow mixed um race mixed blood who's not pure jews they they they're not they stand against what the zealots are doing the zealots are trying to take matters into their own hands the pharisees wants to see a spiritual revival they just don't want to experience the judgment of God again. They just want to honor God. They just want to, to stay true to the law. They just want to avoid people from breaking the law. That's why they added laws into it. Now, I'm not saying that what they're doing is right. The one thing that we must be careful about is miss out on their motivation. It's not that they hated Jesus, it's that they quote unquote love God. And they're fighting for the law of God. They're fighting for what is right. They don't want to experience the judgment of God again. And the irony of this one is in the midst of this, they missed out Jesus. Their goodness have become their pride, their source of identity. Instead of God and His heart and His purposes and His Savior. They know so many things, but they missed out on the Messiah. The second thing that we can see here, the verse says, if you would read through it, we may be religious and zealous, passionate for God, but still not see Jesus. We can go to church, do all of these things, and yet still miss out on the experience of who God is and who Jesus is. Contrast this to the man born blind, The Pharisees can see clearly. They know the law of God. They quote-unquote love God. They quote-unquote want to obey God. And yet they missed out Jesus. Let's see what the man born blind has to say with this. So for the second time, they called the man who who had been blind and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, Whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, Now I see. And they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? And they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. See, the Pharisees, who could see, who knows, quote unquote, the law of God, missed Jesus, and here was this man. Doesn't know what to make sense of Jesus. i not. I'm, I don't know if he's a sinner or not. Theologically, I don't have any answers to this. Ang alam ko lang. What I do know is that I was blind. It's all darkness, and now I see. That is the power of testimony, despite the oppositions and questions. You can just share what you have seen and heard. Dimu alam exactly. You don't know exactly how it happened. You don't know what is the reason that it happened, but you do know it is a work of God. You know, one thing a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago, we had our Go conference. Thrice a year, we gather as our every as an every nation family and come together like a big quote unquote spiritual family reunion. In one of the sessions. Were that of uh, Dr. Craig uh, uh, Keener. And he talked about the reality of miracles presented uh, academically, uh, well documented. And it was sharing of miracles one after the other, including blind people seeing in our modern time. These are evidences that God is still at work. Do not underestimate the power of your tes- testimony. Share your miracles. Share the blessings. Share the encouragement to other people. Verse 30. The man answered, Why this, is ama- Why, this is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Remember, this guy is just still growing in his faith. <laughs> so some of the things he may be saying here may not be right. This is how he sees things. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And in verse 34, they answered him, You were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? And they cast him out. A person with growing faith, yes, pa perfect in theology, probably may miss out. Something here and there. But one thing he does know is that he has experienced a miracle and he knows who did this. He did not miss out who Jesus is. He missed out on the how. He missed out on the why. He missed out on who he is. But one thing he does know, this Jesus saved me. You know, sometimes I try to test. Am I becoming more of a Pharisee? How? Am I open to receive from anyone who is younger than me? A student. Who is praying for me or sharing a word to me. When my kid, my son, teaches me about Jesus, am I still open to hear about Jesus from someone who may be younger than me? Because if I feel like naging alam na yan eh, I sometimes have to catch myself and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm starting to become proud. Starting to become calloused. I'm not open to who you might use to tell me about who you are. A couple of verses left as we end. Verses 35. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Finally, the man got to meet the one who gave him sight. The light of the world. The progress of the story. Remember, it started when he was blind. He declared, yeah, Jesus is a prophet. He's from God. Not so sure about that. But the ending was, he he worshipped him. The son of man, the Lord of all. This is God's word, bringing light into our darkness, sight to the blind, and restoration to the broken. Jesus is the light of the world. We could be religious and zealous and miss out Jesus. The last thing I want to share is found in verse 40. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, we see, your guilt remains. This is another time in the seven miracles of John that the miracles are directed to the spiritual leaders, not to condemn them, but Jesus was reaching out to them. He's showing that I am the light of the world. There's this man born blind and the work of God is already at work. And hopefully they would see it. And yet the Pharisees said, yeah, I see it, but I don't believe it. We can be right for what we fight for, believe, quote-unquote, what is right, and probably have the right motivations, but still miss Jesus. Their spiritual pride stopped them from believing. This is earth-shattering, and it's hard for the Pharisees to let go of what they previously hold dear to them. Which leads, leads us to the third point that I want to share, and I'll end with this. It takes humility to say we need light. It takes humility An encounter with Jesus the light of the world to say God I am in darkness God I am wrong God I can't see I need you God I can't God I am unable but I need you it takes humility to say that we need light let me pray for all of us here Lord, we're sorry for the times that we have become proud. May you melt our hearts again and open our eyes so that we would see the goodness that you have. May we surrender our past tragedies and pain and deliver us, free us from darkness. Jesus, you are the light of the world. Some of us here, darkness may have grown and the reason why darkness have, has grown in your life is because light was removed. Darkness exists. Because there is absence of light, but when light shines, it drives away darkness. Lord, we need you. Drive away the darkness in our hearts. Lord, in the same way, some of us here, we may be working in places and situations when, where darkness abounds. Lord, I pray that we will also be the light of the world. That your light will shine through us and that the people, the people will say that we are children of God. Lord, thank you right now because of peop- because as people of God we are light to the world as well bless us in Jesus name
1: amen Dumaan man ako sa libis ng kamatayan Takot ay walang lugar, sa'yo ako'y tiwala Dumaan man ako sa libis ng kamatayan Takot ay walang lugar, sa pusong may tiwala. Ikaw ang aking tagapagligtas. Ikaw sa akin ang lahat-lahat. Yahweh, Yahweh.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Let me just pray for us. Lord, may you bless us, keep us, and may your light shine upon us and through us to the world that we are in. May your truth, beauty, and glory shine in our situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.